Hello there. It's time for most things Kenobi. I prefer all things Kenobi, but I suppose that's not the Jedi way. As long as it's not all things Anakin. everyone, welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Lauren. And I'm your host, Leanne. And this week, we are talking about The Clone Wars, a kid's show? Question mark? <laughs> Sometimes not so kid-like. Sometimes a little less appropriate for children. Yes. And we've chosen... At least I've chosen one standout moment that I'd like to discuss, and you two have chosen a scene. I have. It's kind of more than just even a single scene. It's kind of like a, I guess it's an arc. <laughs> yeah, the whole arc is questionable. <laughs> Not in a bad way. It's just, it's moments where we've watched the show and we've said, uh, not a kid show. Uh, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Not that we're saying that the Clone Wars is solely a kid show. In fact, these moments make it highly watchable for us. Yeah, they get into more adult uh, themes. More, they get into deeper subject matter that children maybe on a surface level it would be kind of scary, but as adults, it, it kind of like I would say it touches even into existential dread sometimes. Some some of the issues that they deal with. It's pretty some of it's pretty intense some of it's pretty cool let's jump right into it shall we let's do it so leanne what did you select as your not a kid's moment for for the clone wars my moment is one of those moments where i was watching it and i thought oh wow okay all right and it comes from the episode the mandalore plot where we see obi-wan and Satine for the first time, in fact. And mm-hmm. there's a lot going on in the episode, but at its heart, uh, if, if it needed a quick summation, it, we are introduced to Obi-Wan and Satine and what could be their relationship or, or glimpses of them having a relationship in the past. And then there's, of course, the Republic aspect of it where he's there on a mission, essentially. And, and it's made known that Satine is the Duchess who... Uh, once peace in Mandalore. And with that comes the introduction of the Death Watch into the episode itself. Now, the Death Watch has been mentioned in many aspects of Star Wars prior to this, but this was our first, I guess, animated introduction to it. A lot of people got to see it for the first time. And the moment that that stands out to me that I want to talk about is towards the very first quarter of the episode, Satine and Obi-Wan are walking, they're talking, they're flirting, um, which is which is great. Um, <laughs> of course they are. Of course they are. Obi-Wan flirts with everyone and everything. Yes, but Satine flirts back. Well, wouldn't you? <laughs> Girl. <laughs> yep. Um, but Hell yes. in the middle of all this, she's explaining how they are dealing with a rogue terrorist group from Concordia, the moon. And... Boom, there goes a bomb. Uh, Screams ensue. They rush to the victims that are laying there. And then Obi-Wan's getting ready to grill the the crowd. Nobody leaves here, you know. And Mm -hmm. that outs the the rogue bomber himself. And what does he do? 
instead of talking to Obi-Wan, and, and in this scene, Obi-Wan makes it very clear. I only want to talk to you. I don't want to, mm-hmm. you know, it's nothing. This man just... He doesn't want, he doesn't want him to f- have his, he doesn't want the the bomber to force his hand. Right. He's basically asking him not to, don't make me do this. So what does he do? The bomber commits suicide by jumping off the wall and landing on the pavement or glass or tile below and he doesn't immediately die there's some exchangement of words there and actually i was doing some research on what that translation is which i've never known i did too but i couldn't find anything did you find it i found a snippet of of a little bit it's it's not canonically recognized Mm -hmm. as the translation however a part of it that's very clearly able to be translated is compassionate leaders will burn and wow right so here we have a political statement within an episode um, that started off fairly flirty and easygoing, and then we have a political, a politically caused suicide. Mm-hmm. And while there's no blood, you'll notice there's no blood. He just falls. The pavement cracks. They exchange some words. He exchanged his words with Satine, almost as like kind of a, "Can I go in peace?" Mm-hmm. And she agrees to it. That's the sense that it I got. It feels like she's absolving him, or at least recognizing him for and what he's trying to stand for whether or not she approves of his methods it's kind of like yeah yeah, it's compassion even if it's horrible what he did oh absolutely and at its heart um mandalore is very heavily steeped in tradition and lore and 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 symbolism and i think that she absolves him or what i interpret it to be as a absolution but the man just jumped off a wall and committed mm-hmm. suicide instead of talking to the jedi so i thought oh my god <laughs> now whether or not a child or a teenager or someone who isn't you know mentally or emotionally mature gets it i mean politically driven suicide like that is a is a shocking moment in a thing like star wars you know it might even be the first time somebody, a young person watching that show would encounter that kind of uh, fundamentalism, maybe? Is that too strong a word to use? No, I don't think so. Yeah, it's it's like uh, martyrdom or uh, like kamikaze mission, some sort of sacrifice for the greater good. Yeah. And sac- seeing someone sacrifice themselves for something that would scare a kid. You know, like not being able to process what the information yeah. is necessarily. It would be more, wow, a terrible thing happened and now the person is jumping off a building. That's a lot to ask a young person, which is why I love the show. Me too. And so that's my moment. And, you know, the Death Watch as a whole is a lot to process. Mm-hmm. Mandalore as a oh whole is a lot to process. So it's just par for the course as far as... I- as far as I'm concerned with everything else that goes along with the Mandalore plot, mm-hmm. which is, you know, several episodes in total, mm-hmm. not always in a row, but, um, I saw that and I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. We went there. That's it's, it's really brave and it's, it's brave because it's controversial and they didn't shy away from controversy, which is again, another reason why I love 
this show in particular because at first I felt like season one was very tame. It's very fun mm-hmm. and the characters joke around and it gets more and more serious. Each season becomes deeper and it deals with more existential issues rather than easy, like good versus bad. You know, there's yes. a lot more gray area in the, the later episodes and that's kind of st- I think it starts maybe around the Mandalore plot, maybe a little earlier with some of the other, like the Genosians and and such. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's such it's a great episode, and it starts to ask a little more of the audience because you you see both sides of the argument. Mm-hmm. And the reason I enjoy Star Wars is because on the surface it may appear good guy versus bad guy or good side versus bad side, but it's actually way more complicated. And that's why it's such a universal phenomenon that people latch onto and can, and can see a part of themselves in, in some ways. Mm -hmm. I know I do. I mean, there are several characters I find characteristics of within myself struggles that they have that I see in myself, you know, and, and it's never black and white, never. So absolutely. You know, something like this, we see how many rebels have we seen sacrifice themselves? How many, how many, say what you want about the empire, but those were also people who sacrificed themselves because they believed in a cause. Absolutely. I mean, it doesn't matter what side you're fighting on. If you're on that side, you believe in something that you're fighting for. So, And you believe you're righteous. Yes. Yeah. And Mandalore, as messy as they were, had very strong feelings about what they were fighting for and what they stood for. So... Mm -hmm. It and was a good example. Satine was asking them to change generations of yeah. social history and cultural history. And we, as we know, asking people to change is scary. Nobody likes scary. to do it. No. Especially when it, it's challenging something that is so ingrained in your generational DNA. You know, that, that's mm-hmm. asking a lot of people. And it, it brings out violence mm-hmm. and intolerance yeah but yeah that's my scene and that's that was my oh shit moment <laughs> basically how about you where did you kind of say oh wow okay as far as like kid show <laughs> yeah i mean there are many moments but the one i'm picking is further along in the series um i'm gonna pick some moments from the cadavo arc mm my fave it's so intense and it's so dark and you can take it at face value as being wow this is terrible what's happening to these people but they get into a deeper conversation about slavery and the meaning of real freedom of choice yes and they show a lot too they do and they don't just do it through dialogue no they show it (laughs) they do they go places in in this arc that really surprised me when i was first watching it i was shocked honestly with some of the stuff that they chose to put on screen uh starting with people in cages yes and followed by yeah whipping obi-wan on screen which is crazy yeah with those what are they electrified whips it's yeah. horrible yeah it's really brutal and really well done and they uh, mm-hmm. they are pretty careful about not showing too much i think they like what you said about the mandalore 
plot where there's no blood. They keep things just on this side of PG, PG-13. Yeah, it's not overt for the sake of being, right. you know, gory. It's it's there to forward the storyline, which they do right. very well. It's not graphic. It's not gratuitous. But it's pretty intense mm-hmm. for a kid's show. And for that to lead into a slave auction. Yeah, that's that's intense. Yeah. And horrible to witness on on all levels. Now, I know it's animated, but that doesn't make it any less like, oh, wow. No, and... The queen, the Zigerian queen, starts asking questions about what is a slave and pointing out that there is a hierarchy of humanity, whether or not you want to call it slavery, because she's being overt about it. But she's trying to point out the Jedi's hypocrisy of serving the Republic and serving their masters without actually questioning their beliefs and relying on their clones, which were not given a choice in their service. Mm-mm. They're born to fight and die and sacrifice yeah. with that intention. So it starts out as very visually shocking, but it gets into very deep questions about humanity and freedom. Mm-hmm. That Which I, I love. I love it. It's great. I want to think. I want to have to be forced to think and consider things. And if I can get that from an animated show, that's even better. But that's Star Wars, you know? It is. It's it's respects the audience's intelligence. It, again, it it's not talking about the simplicity of good versus evil. There's a lot of gray area, you know, in between and calling into question the things that we believe in or at least have been told that we should believe um, I thought it was really fascinating and deep, and it's highly entertaining. I, I, I think I can keep going back to that arc because it, it talks about humanity, and mm-hmm. you see a lot of compassion, because otherwise it's so dark. Yeah, and it's one of my favorite arcs for a lot of reasons. Every single character in it goes through a, a level of, you know, self I guess self-consideration. Mm-hmm. You know, this queen, this slave queen, is telling a former slave how good slavery is. Now, she doesn't know that Anakin was a slave, mm-hmm. but he's obviously going to have very strong... He has strong emotions anyways, okay? Right. But then you talk about slavery to him and try and convince him. Again, the queen doesn't know that he was a former slave. But he's going to have very strong opinions on that. And of course, it's going to eventually influence his his personal thoughts and feelings on the Jedi, which mm-hmm. these questions are asked because the Jedi, the Republic, had a clone army that they often just didn't consider. You know, when one would die, they'd say, we got to leave him, we got to keep going. Now, they did that with each other, too. Like, can't have bonds, you can't have relationships you can't feel any attachment to you know if a if a master or a teacher loses their padawan you know it's got to get over it you know that sort of thing which is way extreme and it leads to their demise Mm -hmm. but this is just one more like you got to think about this and yeah i i love this arc (laughs) I do too. It's funny because it's often like I see on Tumblr all the time that it's referred to as the kink art, like the kinky arc. 
Another and, reason why I love this arc. I mean, there's a lot of like <laughs> bondage and whipping going on in it, but like I said, they they kind of gloss well, over that with issues of humanity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and let's not forget the question I asked last week: What is Anakin whispering to the Queen? I must know. Yeah, Matt Lanter. <laughs> the the sexual tension between him and Mirage is oh, it's great. It's so entertaining and so again super complex because we know deep down how he hates the zygerian scum Mm -hmm. but then he's able to put on this facade and carry on with the queen in this flirtatious way it's it it makes me think about his duplicity a bit that he has that double-sided personality right and i i like to think of it as if he would have went on this mission alone it would have failed if he wouldn't have had his friends and comrades in other parts of this arc doing their part in this mission. And, you know, Anakin, Anakin was the type where he would go and save. He's got to save. He's got to protect. He's got to go. He cares about these people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anti, <laughs> anti-Jedi code detachment man. Right. And, but if he'd have been there alone, he would have killed every single one of them. <laughs> you know, and it's interesting that you say that because as you're talking about that, it's it's making me remember that many of the characters, well, at least the Jedi characters, all get pulled a little bit out of their moral comfort zone. And they do things that are kind of questionable, like Ahsoka hanging in a cage, mind you, super fucked up and very like uh, Robert the Bruce ancient, you know, old british way to torture people hang them in a cage outside of your castle yeah when she flicks her fingers and almost pulls i think it's a tie off the roof yes and i've heard dave filoni say that people said well that's not very jedi ish of her and he said she knew what she was doing she wasn't trying to kill him she was just trying to scare him either way and then Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. obi-wan just stands there and watches while rex skewers keeper argus on a stake and it's just kind of like yep get get that guy's getting what he deserves and we actually i did too because they i applauded they bring that us moment through the emotional turmoil and you're just like yeah these people deserve people they're not people they're i don't know what are they centurions <laughs> they are cool whatever they are with those ears and the hair and they the- are they're like wolves wolves i love them they're some of my favorite um, designs, honestly. Yes, and their accents are great. Oh, so good. I love it. I don't it. know. The whole package is great. <laughs> it is. Oh, my gosh. It's one of my favorite arcs because the Zygerians were so surprisingly scary, but also very charming. Yes. And didn't Anakin say to the queen, oh, so you have a master, too? And she didn't want to believe that. But Dooku Ooh, yeah. was, you know puppeteering her and many many others mm-hmm. and uh eventually she meets her she meets her demise because of it uh yeah which it, it's everyone it's is real, ruled by something it right is, yeah it's a real credit to the show too that i actually feel sorry for her yeah and, and i feel sorry for because she's so blind to her own predicament exactly she has convinced herself that she is the reigning you know, overseer of all this. She is in control and really she she has very little to none. Yeah, she's exactly, that's exactly it, yeah. Yeah, a pawn in the much larger game that she can't see. No. 
And I would like to point out, too, this is one of the few times you see a Jedi, <clears throat> Anakin, kill a living being. Oh, yeah. You usually oh, are yeah. watching them fight droids, and he just goes in there and stabs a whole bunch of well, them. Well, you know, <laughs> it's what makes him special. <laughs> yeah, that's why we love him. <laughs> I guess, like, he, he actually killed someone in the Mandalore episode, or in the he, Voyage of Temptation episode. My One of my favorite moments ever. Seriously, it's such a good moment. Just so stabs great. the dude in the back with that flicker of mm-hmm. the theme music in the background. And he's yeah. just like, oh. Cue, cue the Vader theme. <laughs> One of my faves. One of my faves. Oh, it's so good. So Ashley Grill on Instagram wrote in with her favorite Clone Wars moments. So we wanted to read those and share them with everyone because she was very excited on Instagram. And we love the enthusiasm. We love, you know, just knowing that there are other people like-minded like us who just love the Clone Wars. And Ashley says, my favorite moment would be the Jarkai Obi-Wan moment when he lights up both sabers. My heart just freaking stops. Ashley, we totally get it, right? It's followed closely by the whole The Lawless episode. Another favorite is the fight between the Mandalorian assassin and Obi-Wan and Coruscant. So good. We agree, Ashley. Ashley says she also likes the scene where Obi-Wan is talking to Anakin about his past with Satine. And Anakin says, as Master Yoda says, a Jedi must not form attachments. And Obi responds with, but he usually leaves out the undercurrent of remorse. You can see and feel his emotions so strongly that angst is just so good. I'm telling you, Ashley, you are a kindred spirit. We totally agree. And we thank you so much, Ashley, for chiming in on Instagram. It's what makes this show that we do, Lauren and I, so much fun. So that concludes our A Kids Show episode. (laughs) And we want to turn it over to you guys. Join us in the conversation on social media. What was the moment that you said, wow, this is this is a kid show, question mark? Or have you never had that thought? Or is it all you've ever thought? <laughs> Tell us how you felt about some of the more uh, intense moments of the Clone Wars series. We'd love to hear. So next week, we're going to take a slight deviation away from the Clone Wars series to talk about the heart and soul of Star Wars himself, Luke Skywalker. I am so excited to talk about Luke Skywalker in the season finale of The Mandalorian. This podcast is coming out a little after the fact. Uh, We did just recently see it. I think it came out last Friday. Yeah, and I'm still not over it. I'm still freaking out. I'm like on Tumblr every day looking up animated GIFs and pictures and fan art of it because I'm obsessed. 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 It was so good. So we got to talk about, we got to talk about the reason why we're all here, which is Luke himself, (laughs) not Hamill himself, which (laughs) we will talk about. (laughs) He is also, without, without Mark Hamill, we don't really have Luke Skywalker. So no. Not at all. Mm -mm. So, yeah, next week. Very fun topic. Very fun. I can't wait. I can't wait either. It's going to be amazing. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. Remember to follow us on Tumblr and Instagram, and don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. 
You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and more. So until next time, my space twin, may the force be with you. Always. Always.